Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. Welcome once again to the Tech Mobility Show, formerly known as Roadworthy Drive. We're the program of mobility and technology news, information, and perspective. And I'm your host, Ken Chester. I love hearing from my listeners. To join the conversation, share an opinion, ask a question, or even suggest a story idea for future discussion, call or text the Tech Mobility Hotline. That number, 872-222-9793, or you can email the show, talk at techmobility.show. And again, that's talk at techmobility.show. From the Tech Mobility News Desk, it's been a long time coming, or the regeneration, or the revival, if you will, of the midsize truck in the United States. Ram has been authorized, their word, by corporate, to develop a midsize EV pickup. And they're moving ahead. It's a serious thing. This is going to happen. They've got some open questions, but it's going to happen. On the midsize model, they're not sure or not, but it could revive the old Dodge Dakota nameplate. And honestly, between you and me, they could pick a new one. Wouldn't hurt my feelings. There's enough names in the Dodge truck bin come up with a name, not necessarily Dakota, that they could make work. They think that it could go into production shortly after mid-decade. That's about 2025, less than two years from now. If at least a couple of key questions are resolved in the coming months. Jeep is also thinking about developing its own mid-size electric truck. But, and interestingly enough, they're saying they probably won't share very much of anything with the Dodge. So it won't be a rebadged Ram. Interesting. Yep, they are making the move. And it generated a solid reception. I mean, I'm looking at the picture. Going to look a lot more like their concept full-size Ram did, the Ram Revolution, than even the final production copy of uh, the, the Rev 1500. And I'm going to tell you, if they build it and it looks like this, I might buy one. Absolutely. I might buy one, depending on the numbers and if they don't get too crazy in the price. Because honestly, I don't need a full-size truck, but a mid-size pickup... An EV at that, yeah, that I could see. I could see place in my driveway for it, particularly if it looks that good. Now we mentioned in our last show about how well a full-sized Ram EV was received, and they sold out their pre-orders. They sold out full years of production three days after showing the commercial at the Super Bowl. I could only imagine the reception, particularly if they price it right that the EV pickup truck, the midsize pickup truck would generate. I mean, consider, I would fully expect that the full-size truck would probably start right around 49000 and go up from there. So if you had a midsize truck start maybe in the mid-30s and go up to the mid-50s, yeah, yeah. With the sweet spot probably being right around 47.5, they'd probably sell that truck all day and they probably would have no doubt and no problem. And honestly, they got a place to build it. Don't know if you heard, but back in February, they idled, shuttled, or otherwise took offline their Belvedere plant in Belvedere, Illinois, right off there, right off of Interstate 90 at Genoa Road. Workers want to go back to work. State of Illinois is willing to throw money at them to build that midsize EV pickup at Belvedere. And I think that'd be an excellent idea. And it's close enough, I could drive there, pick it up myself. So that, yeah, yeah. Uh, Stellantis, if you're listening, Belvedere is a good plant to do it. 
Absolutely. You already spent $350 million to upgrade it for uh, compass production, Cherokee production. Some of that money, certainly you want to try to get back and it wasn't all wasted, no doubt. So let's, let's think about that and keep that stateside. How about not, and not Mexico or Canada, just free word here. You know, let's build that in America. If we can, they revealed a deal. They revealed the plan to dealers at Vegas at the dealers meeting and the dealers were all in no doubt. I'm telling you right now where the field is and it looking like that, this puppy could be a winner, a winner. Now they got some questions. They got some things to figure out. It's going to be a cost issue. What they're looking at is whether to base the truck on a downsized version of their STLA frame platform that's being used for 1500 rev or go with the slightly smaller STLA large platform. There's pluses and minuses to both. As an electric alternative to a classic body-on-frame architecture, it would create the most capable truck, but add complexity and cost, meaning it'd be closer to 50 rather than close to the 30. The alternative, if they went with the STLA large platform, it would sacrifice some payload, towing, and off-road capabilities, though it would likely more than meet the expectations of most mid-sized buyers in the U.S. and be lower priced. Case in point, Ford Maverick. They introduced it in 2020, and I believe the thing is still sold out. And I, its capability with the gasoline version of the engine on that as a mid-sized truck was 3,500 pounds. I also drove a Mazda CX-50 crossover that had the same capability, 3,500 pounds. Doesn't seem to be hurting the Maverick at all. They could go there. I think they'd be okay. The challenge, because they're global now, is to develop a mid-sized model that would meet overseas capabilities and expectations. Other than a handful of foreign markets, buyers tend to want mid-sized trucks with full-size capabilities, and of all places, this is true in Thailand, one of the biggest foreign outlets for pickups. And if you remember, during the hiatus of the Ford Ranger, there was pictures circulating of a new Ranger. Guess where they built that truck? Thailand. Now you know why. It was based off of a Mazda design, but now you know why. The time has come for mid-sized pickup trucks. I think that could really, really work. And according to the powers of B Ram, uh, the prototypes now in development could be scaled readily to whichever underlying platform finally gets the go. And in this case, it's going to be the accountants. The accountant's going to crunch the numbers. They're going to look at what capabilities they have across available capacities and assembly plants, uh, where the suppliers are. All of that stuff's going to factor in, one, where they build it and what they build it on. And honestly, if they build it at Belvedere, I would not be surprised if they went with the STLA large platform simply because it would be closer in size to what was already there, which means it wouldn't take much to get that plant back up and running building this. Food for thought. They did say that the midsize EV, quote, is a high priority item. And that the fact that so much work has already been completed suggests the production vehicle could reach showrooms, you know, 2025, 2026. It's not that far away which means they would have had to been working on this thing for a couple of years because it takes a while to freeze the design 
And once you freeze the design, you've got to release contracts for all the machinery you need to build it. That usually takes a year. So I'm thinking you're probably at this point, you're less than a year away from uh, freezing the design. If they're going to hit the numbers, they're going to have to have that pretty well licked by fall on where they're going because making the dies will take a year on average. Making stamping dies take about 12 months. So that plus all the equipment and refurbishing whatever plant they decide to build it in all takes time and you got to line that up. Even when the supply chain is acting right, it still takes a while. It is a big effort. Then there's training, marketing, tooling, all of that stuff that goes into launching a new vehicle, no matter what. Another issue, as with the Ram 1500 Rev, those who discussed the project said the midsize model would be offered with an extended range package. The full-size truck, their extended range is 229 kilowatt hour battery pack that's going to deliver 500 miles. If this puppy comes in at, say, 350, 375, I'd be okay, but they're going to have to be pretty close to 400. 375 would be all right, but nothing less than 350. Otherwise, it's not worth doing. At the other extreme, Stellantis is aggressively pursuing what many see as a next-generation battery technology, and they plan to launch production vehicles using solid-state batteries within three model years and now. And that could make the technology available for a certain mid-size EV pickup truck. Hmm. You are listening to the Tech Mobility Show. Welcome to AONMeetings.com, your next video conferencing and webinar platform. Host your next virtual meeting or your paid webinar with registration and secure file sharing, break rooms, classrooms, and much more. With over five levels of security to know that your data is safe and secure and 100% browser-based, keep in touch with family and friends using the newest meeting platform. Go to aonmeetings.com to start your free seven-day trial. That's aonmeetings.com to start your seven-day free trial. Did you know that you could still listen to past shows of Roadworthy Drive? Kent Chester here. With the change to the Tech Mobility Show, we've taken steps to maintain our vast library of past shows for your listening pleasure. Whether you want to listen to 1, 10, or 50 of our 1,000 shows, we got you covered. Be sure to visit roadworthydrive.buzzsprout.com or roadworthydrivemoment.buzzsprout.com and subscribe. There's no recurring commitment and you can opt out at any time. We set the price super low so that access to the shows is easy and carefree. Thank you so much for your support. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. Roadworthy Drive is now the Tech Mobility Show. I'm Ken Chester, your host. Every week, I delve into the current trends and topics that impact you when it comes to mobility and technology. Things are changing fast, and I cover these topics in a way that's easy to understand. By tuning into the Tech Mobility Show, you can keep informed about the latest happenings with self-driving vehicles, auto finance, electric airplanes, and more. That's the Tech Mobility Show, heard each week on this very fine radio station. These days, everybody wants to be social, and we're no exception. Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. We get to share additional content that you won't find on the show. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and even TikTok. Yeah, we're there. You can find us at Tech Mobility Pod on Twitter and at the Tech Mobility Show everywhere else. Check us out. Be sure to follow us.